What's going on? You are listening to Talk About Gay Sex. I'm your host, Steve Rodriguez, here in New York City, along with my two sidekicks, Jeremy Ross Lopez. Hi. And Steve Carpenter. Yes, but we can't be sidekicks today because we're actually across the table from you. So we're across kicks. <laughs> across kicks. Yes, I'm staring at their mugs right now. Yeah. Look what we lucky got to look you. at. Yes, lucky, <laughs> lucky me. Um, before we get into all to this, because we're covering a ton of, t- of topics today, I'm super duper excited, I as I always wait. am. Um, go to our Patreon page. Yes. Patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex, and you can get our Doc and Dirty after show, which I just mm-hmm. posted one with DJ Ted Bishop, which was a lot of fun, right, Jeremy, when we did yeah, that one? Yeah, it funny uh, things to express. And, and we got de- we got mm-hmm. to the core of... Expose. You know, deep down sex yeah. with his fiance and what porn he watches and with the type of porn and In fetishes. Yes. Lots of detail. And you're... The unedited version. Absolutely. Yes. So you're going to get that. You're going to get all the behind-the-scenes footage, which we just shot one before our silly antics before we go yes. and do one of these podcasts. So go And to- you can express yourself. You can say who you are and what you are. You can join as a power bottom, which that's going to get a lot. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> power top. We'll get a couple of those. Absolutely. Diva, we already have some of those. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. One right here. Uh, yeah, hello. <laughs> <laughs> They're referring to me. <laughs> so to go to that, um, on another exciting note is we are going to be live at on Halloween, October 31st, for it's a benefit for Cure AIDS. It's a benefit uh, for research. Take three. It's a benefit research foundation to cure AIDS. You you will hear our podcast we did with Ken Beese. Uh He is a, a leading researcher who's developing a brand new uh, foundation. And he needs desperate funds, but he's responsible for using stem cells to help us further along and really change the conversation. He definitely believes, like we do on this show, ways to... Uh, live with HIV in a healthy way, mm-hmm. treatment as prevention, prep. He's all about that. We certainly have plenty of people on our show that mm-hmm. cover all of that. But, but, his but other- enough of that. Enough, enough of, of that. that. You know, we're, we're all in this living with mode. Yeah, okay, I can prevent it. I can live with it. I mm-hmm. can do this. Let's just get the fuck rid of it, okay? Exactly. Particularly when I saw a story today where the Trump administration has already taken millions away at the oh, beginning yeah. of the administration from HIV um, actual the research. Uh, research. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just the other day, they. It's took, the least of their worries, which is terrible. And just the other day, they took out another several mil- five million from. Um, to allocate it to other programs, right. but it keeps getting diminished. Probably his re-election fund. Exactly. We won't go there. And but. this is why we don't probably hear many stories on what's going on with the 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 research to cure. Well, cause, yeah, you're right. It's it is getting hampered. It is getting you know cut back, um, and it's not getting publicized very well, unfortunately. And, and I, yeah, and I love our conversations of you know definitely get on prep and do all these things but mm-hmm. Cambise and I talked a lot about there is an extensive research that shows 
prep it was meant forever and no, we don't have that so there's a feeling sometimes within the community that maybe we're not folk you know oh well just take prep and do what you want and yeah that's i think fine. it's definitely put on, been put on the back burner especially as of lately at least i mean mm-hmm. not by all of us who aren't actual people fi- fighting for it or like actually a part of the study but it's still like very important matter to yeah. end up trying to solve at least and right but corporate america mm-hmm. makes a fortune off of gay yeah. people and people with hiv yeah. because you figure Hospital these medications bills. Not so much oh, hospital, yeah, not hospital bills, bills anymore. Not so much no, hospital bills anymore. No, but the medication itself, even the prep alone, if you like are, if you, don't have if you have a certain amount of income or you don't have insurance, it's mm-hmm. like astronomically priced. I think it's like, I, I, I know one friend that it was like seventeen hundred a month. Oh no, it's incredibly. Oh yeah, I mean HIV medications. If you combine everything, because because you know everyone who is HIV positive is on a cocktail of some kind, so mm-hmm. they're not on just one medication. Yeah. You know, they're on multiple medications, you know, two, sometimes three. HIV medications cost anywhere between $1,500 and $3,000 or, oh or more per month. So just 30-day supply. Just a 30-day supply. You know, and if you don't have insurance, you're fucked. But you know? here's the thing. Even if you but, do but have who's, it. who's profiting from that? Who's getting all that money? You know, the drug companies. Right. Yeah. The right. drug companies. But then so, we forget that, yeah, maybe your insurance covers it, but look at our premiums have exactly. gone and that's, up. And, and that's, that's driving the one premiums up. One could argue up. that's why our premiums are going up so that's much. That's part of it. It'll I mean, never go down. Well, that, because cause it's not just HIV. There's other issues. Yeah. I mean, cancer medications are extremely expensive. You know, chemo treatments are extremely expensive. Um, and But it's the drug companies. They drive the prices up of everything because they're always saying that they've got research behind it, you know, which... I think is bullshit personally, but that's mm-hmm. my personal opinion. You know, not that kind of research that, you know, they're, they're, they're making tremendous profits. And more reason why I listened to next week's episode with Kambis Shekdar, and he'll, tell, he'll explain more about this research that he's working on and this huge Halloween ball. Um, it's called Mass Cure-Aid ball, Mass Curates ball. It's going to be a huge event. He's talking it like it, it could be the future Met Gala type event. It's fall. It's the official... But the act, Halloween version. The Halloween version. It's Which gonna, is even better. It's going to follow the quintessential New York Halloween parade that happens here every year that people come in town. It's a huge destination and we're going to follow that. So we're going to be live on the red carpet but we're also going to be interviewing people in costume on our Facebook page so join us for that I'm super excited about stay that stay tuned to see what we choose exactly but let's get into some uh, some topics that have been up in there first of all um, you know congratulations to RuPaul's Drag Race I yes. know that's and an amazing win there's yes. a good example of somebody that's worked hard yeah. their entire mm-hmm. life against all odds RuPaul we're talking about no, he's, and he's always been I am who I am and if you don't like it get the fuck out of my way Yep. And I think it's well deserved and I it's think well that deserved. watching the it's, well, it's earned watching the award it's show well this year for uh, the, the Emmys. Emmys specifically it's definitely progressive so it's not mm-hmm. like where I think it should be but it's definitely so much better and it's come a long way and far and you could see this year a lot of people that did win or a lot of artists that won uh, are definitely individuals that are it just express themselves, mm-hmm. which is really a huge uh, 
accomplishment. Well, just the inclusion of a reality show category yeah. is is first and foremost, yeah. and then to get the winner to be RuPaul's Thank Drag Race. God, it wasn't a Kardashian. Yeah, they were nominated. Sorry, they Jeremy. Nominated. Sorry, Jeremy. <laughs> my top. Well, chef, I know you like them. My I top think chef, scum, but that's another story. My top chef was, <laughs> and I'm a huge fan, but I would gladly happy to see yeah. RuPaul's mm-hmm. just because. Well, I think it's well deserved too. He actually too. does something. Yeah. Right. He actually does something. He actually makes a difference. Yeah, and so know? do all the people that go on the contest and exactly they risk their the show. The show makes a difference. Right. Right. You know. Um, it teaches acceptance. Also at the Emmys. Congr- Unlike the Kardashians. Yes. Another I'm, congratulations. I'm an evil look, sorry. Another <laughs> congratulations to Darren Chris, of course, and the uh, the Emmy for... Oh, did he win? Yes. yes. Oh, I, I missed that. So. Yeah, and beautiful awesome. suit. And it Looks was, yeah, gorgeous. I thought he... Yeah. I mean, I was really hoping that one of them won. I really wanted Penelope to win, too. He's a too, very handsome I was happy yeah. he won, though. Yeah. He and, had the- Ryan, and Ryan Murphy won. Yeah. Ryan Murphy won and the show. For that show, right. yeah. The Versace. The, yeah. the assassination of Gianni Versace won an Emmy as well. So Good. I'm really happy for Darren that. Darren Chris is, yeah. is great. And he's, yeah, I've, I've met him. He, he goes to uh, a piano bar in the West Village periodically. Nice. So uh, nice. He's got, he lives with this, he lives with a woman, so... He does. He was kissing her. Um, yeah. Yes. So, so shucks. he does not go to our. He does not on our team that I'm aware <laughs> but of. But he plays a damn Unfortunately, good game. But, but he, he does. does. Yeah. yeah. And it's in in general. I mean, I think that that miniseries did such a great service to let historically let us know mm-hmm. uh, not only about this figure Gianni Versace, mm-hmm. you know, and and remember him, but also the uh, the brutality that yeah. can happen within our own community. Right. And sometimes it's you know due to somebody that can't deal with their sexuality mm-hmm. and this is how they act out and mm-hmm. it's I still have not seen the whole show I am oh. I I've, you know it, I I have uh direct TV now mm-hmm. and you do a search for for Versace doesn't come up at all you do also if you do a search for RuPaul or Drag Race you get the sports channels. It might be oh. under. Uh, so I don't know if it's something that they're categorized doing under networks, and you can't or search they just it. Don't believe but in you gays. just go to the network that it <laughs> but, comes. But you know, on. even if I go to the network and I try to search, uh-huh. I haven't been able to find it. So I don't know what the issue is, but I will see it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make a big deal about this next story, but what do you guys think of the Burton Ernie story? That the original writer. I think writer, it's really stupid. <laughs> like you don't care, what? yeah. No, it's not that I, I don't care. I just don't. I don't so think the, that it's like something to. Make like, a big deal dwell about. On well, let's like, tell Steve first what yeah, it is. Sorry. The original writer of Bert and Ernie on Sesame Street, as every uh, most people know, came out and said when he was originally writing their characters, he thought of them as a gay couple, and yeah. it's got a lot of uproar. And Sesame Street came out saying, you know, they're not sexual. It was they, they don't no, ever not yeah. And but, I thought of it as they're puppets, and it's a child show, and it's like I don't think that. Even if they were sexual, it's not even well, on that. Kind of understand. Well, I, don't not on he, the, I don't know that he meant that they were sexual, but, and I don't know why there's such an uproar. And I think, you know how people can get misquoted. Yeah. I think that he may have, I don't know where, and I'm, you know, talking out of my ass a little bit, but he may have been saying that when he was writing it, he wrote them with that 
Which in is his fine. Text, but a subtext. It's, a, it's not, fine, but know, it's still so irrelevant. It's well, like, I'm just saying, and maybe he. It was, happened, and it's not even. Well, I'm just saying. On now. All so I'm saying. Like, all I'm right. saying is that he may have. That could have been. He maybe he was a gay man, and yeah. maybe this is how like, he was inspired. But he certainly didn't write it with yeah. gay lines, or there was no, no sexual. I just element think the people it. that are no. dwelling on this really need to find you know, a better I hobby. I think that he maybe just shared that. <laughs> My moment. friend John. John Glines, who recently passed away, he wrote for Sesame Street for several years, for many years, before he went to Broadway with the Trilogy. Trilogy. And he wrote for Sesame Street. So he wrote for Bert and Ernie. He wrote for Elmo, um, before Elmo became Elmo, who he is now. So what would he say if he were... He'd scoff at it. He'd say, absolutely not. I mean, this is a kid's show. Kids aren't going to really understand sexuality. Of course not. They're going to understand... That they're friends, right? That's just as think, much as they're going to understand. Yeah, and having them be- as friends is fine. However, the creator came up with it. Who cares? Yeah, you know. I think that the maybe the creator did have that in mind, but he. You That's know how, fine. You know how you could just say in an interview years later that that was your inspiration, but it gets misconstrued. Yeah. That mm-hmm. I don't think he meant anything other than that was where he was coming no. from. Of course, but there of are course, pictures online of Bert and Ernie fist fucking. Oh my other. goodness, are there? <laughs> there are. Because I sent them to my friend John, and, he's, and he's like, there are. "I don't want to see that." I sent them to my friend John, and he was like, yes, "Oh do, my bitch. god, why did you send me that?" <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Next, yes, yeah. next. Um, yeah, exactly. On a keeping up with our semester goals, I will. My goal was to be more in touch with my health and mm-hmm. see my doctor and be friends with my doctor. So my doctor and I are not going out for girls' night out yet, but I did. <laughs> Get a full on physical and everything, and and I'm going away uh, to South Africa for three weeks. So you have to get Hear all that these South Africa boys. Bo- yeah, Rodriguez South Africa. We have some listeners in, in South Africa. I'm going to be there, but you have to get all these shots if you're going on safari. Right. Um, got your distemper and yes, your babies. And- right, typhoid, malaria pills, hepatitis A. But I got my blood work. But besides being like bruised up because I had like four vaccines and then blood taken out. Did they put it in your ass? No, I wish. But (laughs) I never look when they're doing it. But yeah, my doctor was really cool. I got, you know, nowadays I'm more inclined to go to see my doctor because I get an email and I can go to this site that... I can go to the site that shows me my all the results and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, in a PDF form. Yeah, it's cool. I think mine are like that too. Yeah, it's really cool. Mount Sinai right? has a has a my chart thing where you can do the same thing. And I get emailed and, updates too, like when mine yeah. will be on there, so I know when to check it because it's usually mm-hmm. like exactly a week later. From it's really cool, and you can yeah. save it. And yeah, I, I, I love that. So I'm keeping up with my semester goals. Um, Let's just get into a couple hot sex gay topics that have come up in the news. One of them was uh, this in Oklahoma City. Not sure if you guys heard about this, but um, several guys were held up at gunpoint. They were lured in by a guy that it was a team of people. There wasn't just one guy, but that were luring people in via the Grinder app to come oh, to I a certain place, yeah. and they would hold them up at gunpoint. And take their money. One, they stole another person's car. Oh. Uh, there was a woman involved in it too. It wasn't just one guy. You just have nothing better to do, really. Well, yeah. Let's target the gays. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But it does. We've talked a little bit about this on this show before. You know, we've certainly talked about the buddy system when you right. go. 
I mean, you know, I don't really use the apps much at all or ever go, um, you know, not that when you go home with somebody, somebody could be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But you do usually get a sense of behavior a little bit more, but sometimes you just don't know yeah. who you're walking no, or you what don't. situation you you're are walking walk into. into. Yeah. You have to tell somebody. You know, that, that's why we all need our best sisters, you know, our best friends, yeah. sisters. You know what that you can say, hey, I'm hooking up with this guy from, from Grindr. I haven't met. I'm going to his place, which is at such and such an address. You know, I'll ping you back when that is the only. It is that's a really. It is really assuring, reassuring when you live in New York and you have a roommate because of that aspect of like right. Your roommate's in the other room, room, but if you don't have a roommate, but to Carpenter's point, let's just say you did. One of us, we don't live together, the three of us. One yeah. of us just reached out to the other person and said, hey, I'm heading out yeah. to hook up. Here's the address. And your protocol is when you get to that, they open the door, you go inside, is you do, once you've assessed, okay, you this is, yeah. you just simply put the thumbs up. Yeah. yeah emoticon back. A code and then, of some sort. And your sort. friend. Well, it's a thumbs up, and then you're also going to want to report back when you get home. Well, okay. Just because it's thumbs up now, but... Sure. Well, this one could be like the next day well, or whatever. Well, I, yeah, but... <laughs> but I think it's more important, like, immediately right off the bat, for yeah. sure. And if you didn't get that thumbs up... Then you should worry. But you have the address. Yeah. And if time, if some <clears throat> yeah. time is going by, you know, you, you could haven't always... haven't heard you, anything? Any, you yeah. could text, you could call that... You know, you don't want to be alarmist, but right. you at least would have that address to where that your friend was going to. That's and wouldn't right. that be and then, like a really good... Just, then you just text them. You know, if you haven't heard back from them, you just text them and you say, hey, you know, or whatever. Not yeah. say, hey, you didn't call me back because then if somebody else is picking up their phone or whatever, they'll say, oh, no, everything's cool. But if you just say, hey, or something like that, or you could have a safe word even with your friends that, you know, hey, everything's okay. Listen, mm-hmm. 99% of the time, nine times out of 10, anybody that house that you go to that you're going to hook up with, if you just said, oh, I just need to like text my friend real quick, yeah. are going to be totally cool with they're it. Yeah. They're, they're just want to get in the bed if with you. If they do care, yeah. then... Well, hurry up because I'm already naked. Well, and I think you <laughs> would have, in this case, I think these people went over, went in, and immediately were held up at gunpoint. They didn't have a chance to get to their phone, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if they had not given that thumbs up, right? you know, your friend would have had the address. You would be like, wait a minute. You've got the this address. You've while. got the contact information of the person that they're, you know, whatever. This is the address I'm going to. <laughs> I think to. that this would be a really state. good way. Yeah, I mean, set up a buddy system with one of your best friends who knows all of your dirt anyway. Yeah. You know? They're not going to judge if they're a good friend. They're not going to judge you for what you're doing or who you're doing. You know, they're going to be jealous. <laughs> right. Oh, you're getting laid tonight, and I'm not. You know, but set something up so that you have some kind of a recourse, so that if you know, if suddenly you vanish off the face of the earth, you know, people are going to know about it within a, within an hour or yeah. so, as opposed to a couple of days. Right. Right. You so know? you don't become victim to something horrible. Right. Heaven forbid, like this. But exactly. You know, yeah. and. And yes, gay men hook up with other gay men, you know, or, and we use the apps, we go to places, we go meet people who we've never seen before in our lives, you know, we go to their places, we don't know what they're going to do, you know, they come to our place, we don't know what they're going to do, you know. They raided the house, but I don't think they got the people that 
actually were. Oh, yeah, but they did. They and all the really people got away too. It was gross. All the people got away, or um, safely. All the there people was that one. Were held there hostage. was one instance where one guy tried to run, and the people that were holding them down ran after that guy. Mm-hmm. And when that when they were running after him, the other victims were able to get loose and free oh, wow. but another guy they stole his car and that's gone and, and was this like okay, did it take what? place in the middle of nowhere or Oklahoma City so oh, I meant the house car. or like oh, you can replace a car a, a house a suburban house I guess um, yeah you replace a car you lose no, your car right. yeah, it's not, not a that. great thing but you didn't lose your life right yeah. right you know? so. and you never know when people start doing shit like this they tend to escalate and they get worse yeah so well yeah. I'm gonna use this method with you guys if I do I don't hook up a lot on those apps but yeah. if I do I, you might get yeah but it doesn't even have to be on the apps it's just somebody you meet at the bar you know just text your friend say hey I got somebody coming over you know he, you know I've got somebody coming over for a couple hours. Oh, you got, your phone's going to be blowing up on my... <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> I'm kidding. Sort of not. No, no. It's like, oh, no, she's no, at it again. No, yes. Oh, Lord. But, <laughs> excuse me, but uh, Grindr is also in the news on a positive note. Mm-hmm. Jeremy and I were reading about this and they are launching, because we've talked about this on our show a lot, and we'll get right into it, is in an effort to curb sexual racism, Grindr goes Kinder, and they're spelling it. It's a new campaign, K-I-N-D-R, Kinder, uh, mm-hmm. led by Jay Rodriguez and a bunch of other people talking about all the things we've talked about on this show, fat shaming, no Asians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Grindr is no. also the same company that was telling, that was releasing HIV status to external sources. Allegedly. So I think, allegedly. So I think yes, now it's on, alleged. I think now on a brighter note okay. that they are... Uh, trying to better our community and better the networking communication and the uh, hookup situation and and all of that by just saying this is the right way to do it and this is the respectful way to do it and Mm -hmm. I think that that's a great thing because I think that it's just a nudge or like a reminder to maybe those that are less considerate and or like people that just don't care or aren't right. thinking of it the way that maybe they're doing it and not even knowing that they're doing it by things that they say that I'm sure a lot of them know that it's hurtful the way that they say it and they don't care but I'm sure there are certain people that are saying it as well or have it listed in their profiles that don't exactly know how that hurts other people's feelings right, right, so right. I like that they're taking this Campaign. as a yeah as a something serious and listen yeah. I get it and, and that's good I get it large companies particularly you know, in the era that we're in where we're using companies are starting app companies like Uber, yeah. there's a lot of, all this stuff is new mm-hmm. and there's a lot of, you know, the Uber CEO is, they've had to switch him because people have gotten like, you know, right. raped and these are all new technologies, y'all. Yeah. And They're there's a lot. Technologies that, that you're putting your information out there. And yeah. I get it for I, the. I mean, out there. And I get it for some of these new, these companies that, you know, they're offering this amazing service, mm-hmm. but there are repercussions. And there's kinks in every single business there's model. There's kinks, too, and they so. have to stand right. up sometimes to well, a lot Uber, of this flack. Uber was keeping track of where their customers were going even after the ride had dropped them off. Right. You know, so they were keeping track of the GPS information after the ride was over, which. You know, there's, it's, of course, it's all in the, the end user 
licensing agreement, or also known as the EULA, that everyone, you know, that's 85 pages that everyone just says agree, you know, it's all in there, but, you know, and if you don't agree to the, to the EULA, then you can't use their app, so, mm-hmm. you know, you're screwed one way or the other. But it says that the new initiative known as Kinder kicked off with the first in a series of videos this week. In it, former Queer Eye host Jay Rodriguez leads a chorus of Grinder users describing the racist or shaming rhetoric they've encountered while using the app. Quote, for you to say, I know that every Asian guy looks like, and I know for a fact that I would not be attracted to any of them, like that comes from a racist place because you don't know what we all look like. That's ugly observes participant Joel Kim Booster. Just tell me what you'd like. Um, I think it's really good. They have a whole campaign on it. Um, Like I said, we've talked about that a lot in this show. I think it's a really positive thing because Mm -hmm. the the unfortunate thing is on the site that I got this from, you know how you sometimes scroll down and read the comments? Mm Mm-hmm. Not everybody was in love with this campaign, and there was like a lot of like, well, I get to, oh, really now? I like some people, somebody told somebody to uh, butch up. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody else said, There's just other ways to sense. go about it, though. Some, There's so much said, you don't oh, have really? to now, say. Now we have to worry about like, we can't like, people are now telling us who we like. And I think that. That's the. That's they're not, not the point. There's a, there's a the difference point. between a they're preference. They're missing the point. Yeah. There's a difference between a preference of no what one, you like no one and is, being rude. No yeah. one is saying who you are, who you can be attracted Dictating to, to you, who, who you, you can yeah. like, who you cannot like. No one yeah. is saying that. What they are saying is. Stick, Correct yourself. Stick to who you like, and maybe don't. Don't be ignorant, and maybe don't, don't be you, an asshole. Yeah. Well, but maybe don't use ethnic ethnic labels to on your profile also open up your mind a little bit no, and no, stop shutting but people no, out but i don't too. want yeah. to even say that my point is is maybe just don't use ethnic uh names to say what you don't like and yeah. tell us what you like and if somebody yeah, comes I, across I, I, and if somebody comes into your your world in one of these apps and says you know hey and coming on to you and you're not interested you a, don't respond. Mm-hmm. B, say not interested. There's no need to say, listen, there are, pl- I like some white guys, but please, if y'all, there's plenty of white guy that mm-hmm. I have zero interest in. Mm-hmm. I mean, zilch. So, but we don't say no whites yeah. or no. anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I would like to turn it on them. Who's ever heard no whites on any of these? You I've don't hear that. Rarely. <laughs> I have, rare. I have right. rarely seen right. that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. And oh, I, I know find exactly the, what you're saying. It's but... a little ironic that, and then, so to hear some of these people say, oh, you're going to tell, you're missing the point. No one's telling you who yeah. you can be attracted to. Be Love sleep with whomever you yeah. choose. And there's, there's always the exception to the rule. You know, we all have our preferences. You know? No. I mean, we all have our preferences. Yeah. I, I prefer, you know, Latin men, Middle Eastern men. That doesn't in mean... In general. In general. That doesn't mean I've never slept with a white boy. I mean... Right. Or a black boy. I mean, you know, no. It's, you know, I'm... I'm when in, the right one comes along. Exactly. If you click, you click. But you don't find the need to put on your profile no. who a certain ethnic group, no, a certain size of No of fats, weight. no femmes, no, you know, nobody over 40, no this, no that, you know. And, and you see these profiles all the time, all the no's. It's like once you get past two or three no's, it's like I don't, I just... 
you know, I go to the next one. It's like, you know, well, they'll find something wrong with me. You know, too. and the cynic in us you know? could be like, okay, of course, Grinders doing this to be, you know, because they get a lot of flack for other things. Yeah. We just did the story before, you know, that one would say, well, on your app, people were led to this, you right. know, horrible crime. But, you know, they do have to do... I, I, my other point is I get it. These companies have to sometimes do things that address mm-hmm. concerns that are coming up. But in this case, I think whether, why, however they did it, I think it's a positive thing. I stand by it. I, I I'm going to repost it on our site because I, I think I it's agree. a great campaign. I agree. It is a good thing. And, you know, just keep in mind, everyone listening, when you put something on the Internet, it is out there forever. Mm-hmm. For anyone to see, yes, it it's within this app. But you know what? That app can be bought out by somebody else tomorrow, and they'll say, "Oh, you know what? I'm going to publish all this." Yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. So, so if you're putting it on the internet, ex- don't expect it to be held private. That includes your pictures, right? Everything. Ex- You'll really like this. Um, speaking of liking Latins, uh, Jay Rodriguez kind of leads this whole thing. And oh, I know you're like a big her. fan of her. I like Him. her. Sorry, Him, Jay. Yes. yes. Sorry, That's Jay. just us being gay. I think he's adorable, but he's never called me. Okay. Well, <laughs> call me some, call me, well, I don't know the name of that song. Anyways, call me maybe, bitch. These you next know two stories I call just plain dumb. And I want to know if you agree with me. A man father chauffeured his son recently with the son's friend and they were teenagers to go have sex in the park so the father sat in his car waiting for his son to go have sex with the son and when a police officer came up to the window to see a a car with a man in there and say you know what are you doing here? Because it was late at night. The father said, oh, I'm just waiting for my son. He's out there. He said, well, what is it that your son is doing? Well, he's out. He's, he admitted that he was having sex. Yeah, you sound stupid, and that's a very awkward the, situation. So the policeman lingered oh, on and waited, and mm-hmm. the son came back with the boy, and the police officer then asked the two boys, what were you doing out there? And the, the boy says... Oh, we were just out there smoking and fucking. And at that point, the police officer read the the father his Miranda rights Mm -hmm. and took him in and that $750 bail. But first of all, I call it dumb because in America, it is not legal to have sex. I mean, yes, I know one of your goals, Jeremy, over here, (laughs) semester goals is to have more public sex. But you (laughs) talked about it on our live show. You know the risks of I also know where to do it and not get caught. Yeah, like the middle of the Brooklyn Bridge? Yeah. (laughs) What idiot didn't know that, for starters? But you also don't find it awkward that your dad drove you to get fucked? I mean... There's many levels to it. I mean, one would say... That's a little odd and weird. In itself, it's, it's yeah, a why, little why, odd and weird. Why not I mean, have, let them have sex at your at your house if you're so condoning of all exactly. this? Exactly. Why are you driving them somewhere? Yeah, to have you know? public sex, which you know. But then you, you also, should. as an adult, didn't think that the cop uh, asking you what was going on, you didn't think that you should maybe lie and say like he went for a walk or because the son because was even a- if he said my son went to pee, mm-hmm. that's. Also a fine. Like right. you also get a fine for that. So it's right. like as an adult, you didn't know well, that my son's out there sucking dick. <laughs> yeah, he's okay. a mi- the son is a minor. Of course so he was. That. Of course. So well, it also depends on what age. No, he was a minor. No, I know, but is he? You know, because there, there's also age of consent, which is another thing. Which I just think what? the whole situation is stupid that it depends happened with state. his dad, and the dad it sounds like a fool, 
and it's awkward and gross. It was cavalier and stupid, and it was stupid. It was stupid, ridiculous. And I was. You want your son to get laid? Fine, but you know, come on. Right. Also, if the son used Uber, he could have got there without the dad, and then (laughs) got back home. I mean, the son probably. You only know what your parents bring you up in. I mean, you yeah. know, my parents would have never gone for that, but hell no. You, we can't oh, necessarily, no. my dad would never support no, that. No, but we he can't really, like, we can't blame the son Dad, so will much. you drive us to the park so we can go fuck in the park? No, he would not. We blame no. the father. Yeah. Yes, for, we blame the father. For letting this happen. Well, because he's the adult. And, supposedly. In another story, and just plain dumb that I'm calling this week, a Republican politician gets 15 years in prison for, they're calling it sex trafficking a teenage boy. He, a Republican oh yeah, politician that. was caught with an underage sex worker and he's now surprised. sentenced to 15 years in prison. <clears throat> in March of 2017, Oklahoma State Senator Ralph Shorty was arrested after he was found in a hotel room with a teenage boy. Text messages show that he promised the teen money for spring break in exchange for, quote, sex stuff. Uh-huh. How's that trip looking to Cancun, boo? Shorty, the, the, the senator who had served two terms as a state senator, had already made national headlines in 2012 when he proposed a bill to ban the consumption of aborted fetuses as food, okay? While there is no evidence of this practice, Shorty Uh. said that food producers won't, quote, admit to it because it's a public relations nightmare. All right, girl. He resigned the state Senate almost immediately after being arrested. In November, he pleaded guilty to child sex trafficking so so that prosecutors would drop three charges of child pornography against him. Wow, right? I mean, just another example of somebody... Another Republican senator. Yeah. I know, it's like... with Republican senators? It's like so not surprising either, and it's like, live your life as a freaking bigot, and then, like, do this behind closed doors. It's like, you look so ignorant and stupid well, like you look, look pathetic he is you he, are yeah he of course, is stupid and ignorant I'm he of sorry. course apologized to his constituents and fellow christians oh and his wife too quote i have destroyed my family he said by leading a double life i sinned for oh, the past God. few years his attorney save it for somebody who gives a fuck yeah <laughs> right take I mean, that yeah, bullshit hello. and shove it up your ass yeah ex- now he'd like that yeah, yeah. Too much. I mean, wow. Shove it down your throat, bitch. Yeah, and it's always those, You'd right? Like like, and again, I call it, again, living a double life, yeah. of course, on the side of, you know. If you'd come out of the closet, you don't have to fucking live a double life. Right. You can so be yourself. There's all of that, and of course, yeah. conservative. and, and I think living a, living a double life, if that's what you have to do, it's fine. It's just a matter of disrespect in in his field in what he's fighting for in his field on right. top of that and then for it to be somebody that's underage well, that's my and point. trafficking it's like a well, double yeah. life everybody can't come out and everybody no, can't th- live that's fine. an openly gay life in New York City and be happy yeah, it doesn't always work like that this but I just think but you're also lying your to choices your in this situation public, yes you're I'm, a public yeah, person at a time but this situation it's like you are Thank ignorant you. for putting yourself in the middle of this hot mess and yeah. clearly you liked it and went along with it and you're just digging yourself deeper and you're just stupid. Like and, literally and you're who just the fuck stupid. are you to <clears throat> pretend to be this, you know, this righteous person who's standing up for 
what you know whatever rights and against the gays which mm-hmm. I'm not saying he was because I don't know the details yeah. but generally I'm Republicans sure he was. tend to say oh no 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 the gays have to go mm-hmm. yet he's you know out fucking some young boy you know in in, in in the shadows. Well, and the reason it goes into just plain dumb is because if you're if you want to hire somebody, fine. Make sure that they're they're of, of age, age. You idiot! How dumb There's are you? There's plenty of escorts out there that are all of age, and it's like you just can't get this keep done. Keep their mouth shut, like because that's their job. And you know he yeah. was carrying this along because he said he was going to help him through school, so he was I think aware of this. It's like wow, yeah. you're it's really compounding it. He's just hey, stupid. if I can and that's suck why you off, I'll pay for your I'll pay for your uh, your airfare to Cancun. You know. Oh my God! Oh, sorry. I'm not even smart enough to follow through and have it all work out. Exactly. Exactly. Um, So it's like they're asking to be caught, but that's another story. We've talked a couple of times on this. We could talk hours on this, but we've (laughs) talked talked a couple of times on this show about guys, you know, because in in an age where dating can be a little bit tricky in the big city, people. I we all have our own stories. Mm -hmm. I know Carpenter. You talked about you know, a guy not showing up for contacting you about a date that you had scheduled. I had a guy mm-hmm. recently that I was waiting for him at a bar and he said he was not going to make it because he was at the office. You, Jeremy, recently had another guy that seemingly stood forgot. him up. You yeah. know, you even were messaging that morning and we're calling, we've been saying stood up, but I ask you, is it, are we being stood up or are they just being flaky? Because stood up is you would never hear from them at all. Flaky. I guess it's flaky, but it's also like I think the what's annoying about it is the disrespect level of like mm-hmm. I don't mind if you That's for, the larger if, issue. for being forgetful is an excuse once or twice, but it's also like it's it is definitely rude. And if you don't yeah. have anything like good enough to make up for it, like like you and I were saying when that guy stood you up and you were at the bar or just we were thinking. like yeah you just but, fuck but, off okay, but at least he texted you and said yeah. I can't go but it's like that's, night that, of it's, that's, 30 minutes in it's it like no help. that's not okay I don't know that that's really it still doesn't a help. consolation prize. you should have respect for other people's time it's not just all about you is my point and so, I think that I guess you're right it's disrespectful and then the other question is because we're so consumed we can get sex easily we hang out with our friends we want to go party and have fun on the moment of free times that we do have is there a fear would you say perhaps that's a deeper level that maybe when it gets too close to showing up for that quote date that do you think there might be a little bit of fear in people I mean of course there is because of course there's anxiety of meeting somebody that we can't because what would that mean? Do I have to spend all night with this person? Am yeah. I going to, you know what I'm saying? It, could, my heart it could be broken? all of those. Do you think those... we're also wounded that maybe a lot of this? It could be, yeah. I mean, it's no, there's dating definitely... in general, I think, is, is, has, has easily been, been tainted. And it's but like, us gays are very unique because... Dating has always been scary. We can, yeah. you know, in this day and age, you know, you can have a great sex hookup. I'm more interested in it now because of the fact that sex is so much easier to get and I don't think getting a date is that easy to get. No. but So I find it more enticing. It's it's easier to get laid than it is to go out on a date. Yes. And I find it more (laughs) enticing when somebody is interested in going on a date because even in, like to me, it's so few and far between that anyone even asks that. I had this guy that 
continuously I would see out at the bars and he was always coming up to me and he seemed to have all those lines like back in the day lines like mm-hmm. hey baby and he's really sexy he's tall and I, I mean not that tall is like important to me but I was always attracted to him mm-hmm. but I always thought are these lines and I always didn't go home with him. Right. And I'm not a prude here because I've gone home with people. Well, we know you're not a prude. Okay. But I I didn't go home with him because I always thought he was giving me lines that like, oh, I don't know. Like if I go home with you, am I just another like... So I kept pushing him off even though I was really attracted to him. And finally I saw him more recently and we came over... I finally just decided okay because he does text me yeah periodically mm-hmm. and we did have mind-blowing sex like mind-blowing i mean he knows what he's doing like screaming orgasms kind of yeah. 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 yeah on our cool. dark and dirty after show i'll tell you more about it okay uh wow which is only available to the patreon members so you better become a member if you want to hear it yes <laughs> and so i know there's a promo there's a plug <laughs> and so i was you know, and we're going to get together again. Cut to another guy that I met, you know, in a more sexual char- sexually charged bar. Mm-hmm. And we had fun that night. We found a fetish that we both like. Mm-hmm. And he, I'll tell you more on the after show. Okay. But we're going to explore that. And so we went out um, last week. Um, we just hung out. And it was like a casual date. Um, you guys probably saw him because uh, I brought him out. Yeah, I and, met him. But it yes. was like this. It, it wasn't like we didn't go to dinner. And yeah. We actually, I, he says, well, yeah, I want to get together again. And I said, well, I'm going to, to support my friend's party at Mm-hmm. one bar and then I'm going to go see another friend at another bar. Mm-hmm. Would you want to do that? And he said, yeah. So he's fairly new to the city and so yeah. he tagged along with me and mm-hmm. we had a great time. I introduced him and, to... And I met him and he's very sweet. Him, yeah. yeah. We're getting together again this weekend and so it wasn't a traditional date Yeah, but we found out that we shared this sort of commonality. I mean, that's the fun part about it is I don't think dates always have to be the like no. sitting one across each uh, across the table from one another and like a specific full meal dinner or right. anything like that. It could be something much more casual. Like hang out with me and my friends. Yeah, or hang exactly. Hang out with me and my friends. Let's, let's go for coffee. Yeah. You know, we just, it, let's go for coffee. The friends thing I don't always, I, mean, I don't think is a good way to start it out. No, it's just somebody, if you're just meeting somebody. I don't think, right. yeah. some, I don't think the good. friends thing is good unless you already know that you like them. Because mm-hmm. I guess for me, I don't want to, I, I'd rather hang out with just my friends than a guy that I'm trying to get to know. So I think if well, I've yeah, already it, started it, it, it to depends. get to know him and I know yeah. that I like him, then I think bringing well, him around my friends... Oh, right. I definitely right, right, agree right. with you. Yeah. And so my, you know, to clarify, when I went out last week, I was hanging out with him. Yeah. I just happened to go to places where my friends yeah. were going to be. Yeah. But I was very cognizant of the entire evening not to leave him alone and all of a sudden or get too distracted get distracted no I brought him into conversations I certainly talked with friends and introduced him but I didn't ever because I think that's gross too yeah that is you know and who wants to be and that's annoying like I'm I'm tapped out when that happens right so I think and it's definitely happened in the past before where like they just get so sidetracked and it's like I've actually bitched somebody out that I somebody I'm still friends with when we went out in so we 
like casually dated and then we went out in a social setting and there were so many people that he knew which is fine but it, it gets to a certain point where like maybe it's me being needy but I don't care because I w want to be that way mm -hmm. and I want a certain level of attention when I'm out with you of course and so the, he just kept saying hi to like every single fucking person and it's like okay That's you why, know yeah. like 80 people but it's like you don't have to literally you have date, a, you should focus on you don't have date. to have a full blown conversation with every single person that you know if it's like 15 people listen time is valuable we yeah. all know that yes. if you're going to take the time to get together with somebody brand new yeah. don't leave them hanging like yeah. that spend time it's with a no -brainer. them and right. it was in my situation it, it was a little risky to bring him to places where I knew a lot of people yeah. but I being I was very aware of that okay I'm not going to ever let him and we had a great time and we're going to mm -hmm. hang out again on Saturday so mm -hmm. we'll I mean cool. you'll see you know very Good. light casual I know yeah. Carpenter you mentioned you have an upcoming Coming date as well. I have well. an upcoming date with somebody who I haven't met yet, but you know we we are we seem compatible. Incommunicado. We're incommunicado. He's doing some traveling, but uh, for work, and we're going to uh, we're going to meet for dinner. You mentioned he's a comedian. That's all we're going to say. But that's all we're going to say. Yes, he's a comedian. Well, you're very funny. So what um, happens when two com two comedians get together? Yeah, but you know what? What, what people don't understand you're gonna is laugh. that you're going to laugh. Laughing orgasms. Yeah, yes and no. Yes and no. But also, you know, it people, could be a clash too. But we'll see. Yeah, clash of the titans. I don't think it'll be a clash. No, I'm but, not saying no, that. No, we don't want to taint it. Sorry. No, I, but but it's also but it's also a situation. You know what? What people don't understand is that people who are funny comedians also have a very pensive side. Yeah. They're not always you on. Know, Robin Williams. Yeah, they're not always Robin silly. Robin Williams couldn't, you know, I, one of the few people that could really get me laughing to the point to like an uncontrollable laughter, you know, because I don't laugh that easily at jokes, you know, but Robin Williams is one person that could do that for me. But he had a very pensive side. When he was off stage, he was quiet, mm -hmm. you know, very, I mean, well-behaved and, you know. Well, in a show so, that we just saw, Carpenter, uh, we ran into Stephen Guarino, who's, mm -hmm. he's a, he's been in the Big Gay Sketch Comedy Show. He was in my friend's show, Hustling. He's just done a ton. He's on Will and Grace. He's one of the most funniest people I've ever seen. I'm a huge fan. And you know, I always, I have a profinity towards like, not the star people. I just love him. And I ran into him and I said, I'm still your biggest fan. And he heard somehow somebody said about my, our podcast mm -hmm. and he said, Oh, I want to be on it. And so he's going to be soon on the show Good. and I'm, I'm going to have to get it together because I am obsessed with this man. <laughs> yeah. You have to he act just, We'll tie you down to the chair. You know, I so just love him. Like there's, uh, he makes me laugh so much. Yeah. Anyways, uh, anyway. well, this has been great. Um, again, we are going to be live on October 31st for the mass curate ball. Uh, we're going to post where you can get tickets if you're coming into New York city or you're here, but you can go to our Facebook, Facebook page and watch us live. We'll post the times um, we'll be in costume. You can also go to our Patreon page to find out about all our sexy perks. Patreon.com forward all the dark and dirty shows as well. Talk about gay sex. Yep. Dark and dirty and my um, confessional. Uh, as always, thank you, Jeremy Ross Lopez. Always a pleasure. And Steve Carpenter. Of course. And anytime. Of course. And in the meantime, <laughs> what are we doing? We're having hot, hot gay, gay sex. sex.